0: Gabriel Rutledge calls himself a professional comedian, but he has no shows to promote this week. He was going to be at the Denver Improv but they found a more successful comedian and cancelled Gabriel. Next week May 24th to 26 he is scheduled to appear at the Albany New York Funny Bone but there is still time for that to be cancelled too. For more info and for all of his show dates go to GabrielRutledge.com. I look at Gabriel's schedule all the time. Just to laugh. But now it is time for the laughter to stop, because episode 20 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge starts right now. And now here is your host, Gabriel Rutledge
1: rolling uh at home at home podcast today kids and the wife are uh at school it's just me and the cats we're sleeping don and buddy uh by the way uh i've been kind of keeping you up to date don is not you know we got buddy the kitten uh for christmas and Don, our old son of a bitch cat uh hates buddy, growls at him, hits him, fights him uh and uh so Don's on Prozac. there's no easy way to say it. Don is now on Prozac. We're hoping that we'll mellow him out um uh I don't know, I guess i the vet said he's had good success with Prozac. Chilling out old grumpy cats. Um, and I guess, I mean, I guess I feel bad just throwing medication at a problem. I think maybe Don would do better with some talk therapy. He's probably got some childhood abandonment issues. Uh, he was apparently found in a ditch as a very small kitten. Um, you know, that sort of ingrained trauma is going to affect you later in life. And uh, I think if we got to the root of those issues... Uh, it would be a lot more successful than uh, Kitty Prozac. But what do I know? I mean, he's a cat named Don. Of course he's going to have some anger issues. You know? He probably gets mocked out in the neighborhood by all the other fluffies and fuzz buckets. I don't know what people name their cats, but usually not the name you would give a 64-year-old bus driver. But yeah, uh, hopefully it's only, it's only like day three. It takes a while for the antidepressants to hit your system. I know you guys know. You're all on them. <laughs> uh, I'm that sounded judgy. I've been on them. I, I was, I'm not on Prozac. I, what did I take? Um, I think it's pronounced, uh, Micheloboltra. I was prescribed. No, um, do, 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 do Paxil? Well, butrin. I was on well butrin for a while. And, um, uh, before I got that doctor's note that said I should never take medication because I am perfect mentally. Yeah. It's laminated on our refrigerator. Perfect mentally. <laughs> uh, so anyway, hopefully, uh, hopefully Don'll mellow out. I don't even think buddy cares that. Don's an asshole to him. I think he just accepts that, like, this is the house I live in. It seems pretty cool here. They feed me. I get to run around the backyard and chase butterflies. Uh, and, uh, I think Buddy kind of likes fighting with Don a little bit. I mean, he's always pestering him, smacking him in the tail. He thinks it's just part of the fun. So, uh, one of the, one person at the vet suggested, uh, we get rid of Buddy to make Don's life better. And that's... That's kind of silly. I mean, Don's a fucking cat. He can deal with life as it comes to him. If I'm going to scoop my cat's shit out of a box and throw it away for him, I'm also going to be in charge of the living conditions. Get rid of the cat. My my kids would lose their mind if we got rid of Buddy at this point. Also, yeah, maybe it might make Buddy's life better, but it would make my wife's life better if I got rid of our children. I'm not going to do that. Anyway, uh, what a weekend I just had, kids. Holy smokes, uh, Tacoma Comedy Club, Thursday through Sunday. Um, I mean, it was, uh, it was maybe, if not my best week at a comedy club ever, top three. It just, it was packed. I mean, even Thursday was almost sold out, um... Yeah, I mean, the club gave away a lot of free tickets, but who cares? You know, it was we had a we had a Saturday at 4:30 p.m. show. We had three shows Saturday. That was a long ass day for me. I had I got home, you know, I went to bed about 1 a.m. Friday night after doing two shows, and then I had to get up at 7:30 uh, for my daughter's soccer game. We had a joint family birthday party at. uh our house at one p m and then I uh headed up to Tacoma for three shows the first at four thirty p m and even that one was two thirds three quarters full of people uh and you know it was like eighty five degrees and sunny out and uh it was great it was uh it was awesome and even yesterday's show was mother's day, and that one was pretty packed and uh I'd been taping uh audio and video uh well mike mazzalotti the guy doing it for me had been taping all my shows but he didn't do sunday and uh i don't know i was so i was so tired and so loose because i knew i wasn't being taped that uh at the at the end of the show i just go hey uh does anyone want to ask me any questions like, i think i was just tired of my act
2: i don't know say this
1: I do the most excited, can I ask how old you
2: are, is that real? He's 47! Oh, you're, not saying you! He's <laughs> 47! Okay, you said 47 or what was that? It was actually? 37. It was 37. You added 10 years <laughs> to your former friend. Yeah, I was trying to make it up to you. You were trying to do what? Just trying to make it to you. You were trying to make it to me? <laughs> Here we are. (laughs) I'm going to
1: uh, start putting up a lot more video of uh, some of these unscripted moments, by the way. In fact, I did one already. Um, I mean, I put it out on Facebook. I put it out on everything, probably. Facebook and Twitter and all that. Uh, but uh you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Gabriel Rutledge on YouTube. I'm going to – I'm calling them unscripted. Uh, just, I I put one up already from, uh, Moscow, Idaho, excuse me, Moscow, Idaho. Um, and, uh, I probably would, (laughs) I mean, I've been trying to learn how to edit things. I mean, I can like cut a clip out and trim it and things like that, but that was about my level, but, uh, it's a lot harder to do. Some of the stuff I'm trying to do. And I thought I had it figured out. I did have it figured out. I'm like, oh, this Adobe looks really hard. But I realized the the, the software that came with my camera had editing equipment. And it was a lot easier to use. I'm like, I got it. I got it figured out. And then uh, it just stopped working. Like it won't work anymore. So uh, I'm kind of back to square one. Or uh, I at least have to ask my wife to help me. Um, but check out check out the one video. Uh, that I have up so far <laughs> in my unscripted series of one, uh, from Moscow, Idaho. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think, uh, you know, I think I definitely got a good album and hopefully, I guess, maybe a special out of this. Uh, the, I taped in Tucson, we taped in, uh, Tacoma, uh, did a little bit of offstage stuff, but I mean, it's not gonna be a documentary, just a few quick cut things and, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, It's funny. When you know you're being like three camera taped, it's uh, like I'm on stage. It's going well. I'm like, this is going pretty good. And then I'm like, I think there's a hair in my mouth. I can't have a hair in my mouth in my stupid special. Uh, Unless I call this special hair in my mouth. I'm not sure. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it'll be. If the video's good, it will be somewhere. I promise you that. I think, uh, Amazon Prime, for sure, if nothing else. Because, uh, I learned anyone could put anything they want on Amazon Prime. Um, I mean, I think some people actually have, like, sort of more distributed stuff, but any, you know, I think my understanding anyway from the website, I was reading, you can put your family videos up on Amazon Prime if you want. I mean, no one will see them, but, uh, it's kind of funny because when I did, uh, I did a show called Inside Joke with Asif Ali, uh, you know, when we filmed it, they were like, we don't, we're going to try and sell it. You know, Netflix is our first choice, which I guess is everyone's first choice, but, and then, uh, like I checked in like six months after the taping, like, hey, what happened? And they're like, well, we're talking to Showtime. And we're talking to Amazon Prime. And uh, and then, of course, it came down to just Amazon Prime. And now, now that I know what the deal
2: is, <laughs> I,
1: I think they weren't talking to Amazon Prime. They just were like, hey, if no one buys it, we'll put it up on Amazon Prime, uh, which is kind of funny. I, I guess that's what I have to do if that's what I do with my special. I'm just like, hey, I'm in some real deep talks right now with, with some Amazon Prime people. Uh, we're having meetings. And uh, we're about to sign some papers and uh, just having the lawyers go over the finer details. But uh looks like Amazon Prime might happen. Uh, and I think one cool thing about Amazon Prime is if you don't have Amazon Prime, if you don't pay for it, well, you, can, you could still rent it, um, which is cool. But I'll see. I don't have a lot of connections. But if this thing turns out uh, as good as I want it to, which is impossible... Um, I will, uh, I'll try to, I'll try to get it up somewhere. And it'll definitely be an album too. Uh, Mother's Day, yesterday. And, um, it's funny. When I got to the club, uh, I was working with, uh, Kelsey Cook. Very funny. Check her out. Uh, she has a podcast she does with two other comics called, Ooh, God damn it. It is not called, God damn it. It's called, uh, Self Helpless. It's very popular maybe even slightly more popular than my podcast, j- just a little bit, like, they're in the top 100 all the time of, uh, I guess, comedy podcasts, but anyway, she was like, uh, she's like, hey, what'd you, <laughs> what'd you guys do for Mother's Day, and I was like, not enough, I mean, first of all, I got, Saturday, I got, you know, I got home at, like, 1 a.m., and then, uh, you know, I had to do a show that night. So it was, yeah, we couldn't do anything too special. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I bought up the kids made things. We got a card. I bought a terrible present. Oh, God, just a swing and a mess. You know, <laughs> the best Mother's Day present I ever got my wife, uh, cause she is a enormous fan of the show, The Office. Uh, I got her a Dundee, which is like a trophy. If you've watched The Office, it's like a pretty famous episode where they they give out Dundee awards. And uh, I got my wife a Dundee, and it says, uh, uh, Assistant to the Best Mom Ever. That was a big hit. That was probably my best Mother's Day present ever. Uh, And this this one, uh, maybe it's because I was pressed for time. Maybe it's because I'm a bad person. I thought, oh, that's it. That's what I should get her. And then I had immediate regret. Uh, my wife and I joke all the time because uh, I remember when I was like a junior or a senior in high school, one year for Christmas, my mom got me a putter. And then like one of those things were like for like inside the house, like if you, if you putt, when you make it in the hole, it, like, kicks it back to you so you can, like, practice putting in your house. That's what that's what my, my parents got me for Christmas when I was, like, 17, I think. And I remember, I, I didn't say anything, but at the time I was just like, what the fuck is this? I don't even golf. Like, I wasn't mad because 17 is, like, you're not expecting a life-changing present. But uh, it was just a very odd gift to give someone who doesn't even golf. And, uh, so my wife and I joke, like, that's like the level of presence, like, and so I said, I said to my wife, even before Sunday, I'm like, uh, I think I pretty much ordered you a putter, uh, for Mother's Day. Look, okay. He, my wife always says it's not about having fun. It's about making memories. Uh, and she, you know, she's like, half jokingly says that because like, you know, if you go on vacation, it's not really fun for the parents, you know, it's stressful and the kids are crazy and you know, you're staying in a hotel room, but it's like, okay, we're not supposed to have fun. We're making memories. So we, we, she's, we say that to each other jokingly during tough times. You know what? It's not about having fun. It's about making memories. So I was, uh, I was, uh, I was looking on Amazon. I am a Prime member. I'm not trying to brag, but... Even if I didn't want to be a Prime member, they just renew it. <laughs> In the dark of night, you just get a new charge, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, well, I guess it's worth it. Um, and I saw this, like... It was like a plaque-type thing. You hang on the door. This is embarrassing to say. It's such a bad present. And it said, excuse the mess... My kids are making memories. And I was like, oh my God, that's funny we, for my wife because she always says a thing about making memories. So I ordered it and then like, I just, I woke up the next day and I realized that's the corniest, stupidest. Like my, when I grew up, uh, my mom had a cross stitch hanging up in the kitchen that said, bless this home. Like that's the level of thing I bought for my wife. I bought her like a dumb, I bought her like a hack mom present. And, uh, I feel kind of dumb about it, but what are you going to do? I, it's Mother's, okay, look, I have to say this carefully. Um, happy Mother's Day, by the way, to all my mother listeners. And, uh, also happy Mother's Day to everyone who, uh, has a dead mom. Not an easy day for you. Or maybe you have a shit mom. That's not an easy day for you either. Um I almost tweeted yesterday. I didn't, but I almost tweeted like, yeah, my mom's all right. Just because <laughs> I'm you know, my mom overall is great, but like everyone's putting these like flowery uh things out about their mom on uh, on the uh, social media all day and I just I kind of wanted to be one to like, yeah, my mom's okay. I could have done worse. Um but I don't i am happy there's a day to acknowledge mothers um especially you know, my wife because you know it's a very tough job it's not thankless i mean she gets thanks but they don't you know that doesn't help um and so i i like the i especially like the the, the idea of my kids thinking hey let's think about all the things Mom does for us all the things she sacrifices or all the things she organizes or all the things, um, that she does that makes our life easier and better. I like that idea. What I don't like is the responsibility of planning something or buying something that tells my wife how much her mothering means to me because it's impossible. I can't I can't buy a present that is going to make her go, "Wow, he really does appreciate me," and especially not the piece of shit I just bought. But it's and I'm not even saying she has that expectation, but I would like to do that. I would like to do something that uh uh, uh lets her feel uh my gratitude, and I don't usually pull it off, to be honest. And I don't care on Father's Day, I don't give a shit. You know, I don't make a big – you know, I don't – neither one of us make a big deal about the day really. It's not like we just sit there and put on our uh, crown and like, <laughs> bring me things for I am the father. And she doesn't do that on Mother's Day either. But uh, yeah, I would I would like to be able to uh, – uh, I don't know. I would like I would like to my wife to feel more appreciated on Mother's Day and uh didn't happen this year. So uh oh well. I guess my wife is one of my listeners, so I love you. Thank you for being a good mom. And you know what? Thank you for being a bad mom too, even when you're not killing it. Because uh that's part of the reason being a parent is so difficult is it's an impossible task of always being good at it. It's impossible. You can't maintain that uh, but, yeah, overall, I'm lucky. My kids are extremely lucky to have you. It's – uh, and I also think because I am a parent, like, you know, when my kids are my age or younger. Well, Jesus, when they're my age, I'll be lucky to be alive. But anyway, uh, the – because, honestly, it was like my my wife bought my mom a present and gave it to her. Which is just an example of, uh, the level of, you know what I mean? That's another example of my wife, uh, doing things for me. But I, I'm like, Oh, I should call my mom or I should text my mom. Um, and look, I love my mom, but to be totally honest, in the middle of the afternoon, I was like, Oh, I haven't called my mom yet. I haven't texted my mom. It was almost like, ah. It had a bit of a chore to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, ah, I got to fucking, I should say something to my mom. I didn't call her because I knew she was with my brother. And I didn't, you know, I did—I knew she didn't have time to have a conversation. But, and then I I think, okay, when my kids are adults and out of the house, are they going to be like, ah, God, I got to call my dad. Jesus. He's probably going to tell old stories about who he used to kill at the Tacoma Comedy Club again. I got a standing ovation one night. It was one table, but it counts. Okay, Dad. I was almost on the Tonight Show. We know. I remember when I signed the deal with Amazon Prime. Your kids were still young then. You didn't know how big a deal it was. We still don't, Dad. Anyway, happy Father's Day. Did you enjoy the socks? Yeah. I'm going to hang myself with them. All right, Dad. Talk to you tomorrow, okay. Hello. This is a commercial word for anchor podcast the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. uh, but if you do have a podcast, um I'm sorry, and you should use anchor podcasts uh it's easy, it's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship, but I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So worth it. Of course it is. Uh, go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of the Rutledges. You know, it's weird. I don't want to. I don't, uh, there's, n- <laughs> but that's probably, that's just the, the nature of life, I guess, you know? It's, uh, they probably will be like, ah, shit, I gotta call my dad today. And then if they don't, I'll be like, eh, fuck him. Um, I was talking to, uh, Kelsey Cook, uh, in the green room a little bit. And she, she said something that, like, I was really thinking about because... She brought up the concept of Northwest nice because we're both Northwest. She's from like Spokane, went to Washington State University, and then moved over to, you know, whatever, Seattle, Tacoma area. I'm from Washington State my whole life. And we were talking about – I was talking about like when I do TV and radio interviews for – you know, the club sets it up usually uh, for promotion for their shows. I – I'm, like, just a nice, friendly, like, hey, thanks for having me. Let's give me a couple setups. I'll do a couple of jokes. Hopefully sell a couple tickets. A lot of smiles. You know, I'm just, I follow the rules. And uh, some comics, we were talking about, like, Tom Segura. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a very popular comic. He's got all these, like, viral videos of him going on morning TV pretending he's like a uh, a rapper. He's wearing fur coats, he's doing like this character. Uh the TV people hate him because he's like ruining their show, but he's not doing it for them. He's doing it for uh <clears throat> his fans or doing it to get fans cuz people will watch it and go like, "Holy shit, what is this guy doing to Good Morning San Diego or whatever?" And Or even on stage, some people, they take chances. They don't mind walking people, which is, you know. And uh Kelsey and I were talking about how we don't like to do that, and she's like, we're just Northwest nice. And I'm like, you're so right. You're so right. Just a couple of Northwest kids, like, hey, happy to be here. I bet people got a babysitter. Let's make the best of it. Like... <laughs> Uh, and I'm not even mad that I'm like that, but it's just you know i'm forty five I don't think it's gonna change. I admire people who fuck with the system uh but I'm not really fucking with the system. I'm gonna go with the flow for the most part i'm gonna i'm gonna be a nice friendly boy and uh but I had never thought of it before, and I think I think that is a very northwest way to be just kind of go with the flow and maybe get a podcast and talk shit about it later but uh yeah one of the one of the ways to make it in anything comedy or 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 music or anything is to not be for everyone to have to have two out of three people hate you and have one out of three love you and uh i'm going for three out of three loving me which is uh in some ways uh in some ways easier, and in some ways harder. Uh, I have a I have a new life philosophy. Okay, it's uh, maybe it's the same philosophy, but I have new words for it. I tweeted yesterday at Gabe Rutledge, by the way. I tweeted uh, I'm going to carpe diem tomorrow, which you know you guys saw Goodwill Hunting. Carpe diem's like seize the day. I just thought it was kind of a cute tweet. I'm gonna seize the day tomorrow. And then I thought I wonder if there is like what's the Latin for seize the day tomorrow? And uh I <laughs> I looked it up and it is Carpe Diem Cross Which is Latin for seize the day tomorrow. And uh that's it's you know, there's. I've talked before on this podcast. I, I get a little tired tired of uh, hustle culture. There's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of like, always be grinding, rise and grind, hustle, side hustle. You know, you gotta outwork everybody. And I'm like, what? A, I don't understand what we're even talking about. I don't understand what the what what are we trying to get motivated to do? I mean, I guess I kind of understand it if you have a comedy type job. But like, let's say you work in an office. What are you grinding? What is? The, what, are, what are you hustling? You mean just like showing up and doing a good job? Like people used to do before there were hashtags? Rise and grind. Look, if you work in a bakery, what are you... I'm going to make the shit out of those muffins today. No one's going to outwork me. Like what? It's just a weird way to go through life constantly fired up and inspired. And uh, I follow this guy on Instagram. Uh, who's just, he's an Instagram model. I think he's in some terrible movies too, but he's like super ripped and he has long hair and his name is, uh, Brocco Hearn. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm still following him, but <clears throat> I almost feel bad. I don't feel bad because I'm sure he does very well financially and he's, uh, super attractive. Uh, but he has to keep coming up with things to put on Instagram just to match his workout photos or his or his professional photo shoots it'll be him in a cowboy hat and no shirt like next to a fence post and it'll be like you know you got to believe it to achieve it you you know what i mean you got to you got to dreams don't catch themselves and it's like wait This is just a picture of you looking hot. Why are you trying to inspire me? I mean, why don't you you put hashtag you're never going to look like this or hashtag you're never going to fuck someone who looks like this or hashtag I don't eat anything fun or hashtag I do crunches before I go to bed and right when I wake up. Or hashtag, I miss bread. Uh, but it's, it's never that. It's all, it's gotta be inspirational. It's, it's him on a motorcycle with no fucking shirt on. And it's gotta be like, open road, open dreams. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? But he's the, he put, he put a hashtag carpe diem and that got me thinking about seize the day. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to seize the day. Okay, I get that concept. I get life is short, carpe diem, seize the day. But also, life is short, let's seize the day tomorrow. Carpe diem, crass. Let's, I think you've earned a nap today. That's what I think. First thing tomorrow, we're going to get up early, we're going to start season. But right now, carpe diem, crass. Robot lady, you want to
0: try and say it? Carpe diem crass.
1: Close enough. Carpe, yeah, seize the day tomorrow. Carpe diem crass. That's, uh, that's the slogan. That's the t-shirt. Oh, that's not a bad t-shirt. Hmm. Make a mental note with that. Always looking for a new t-shirt. Uh, I guess that's... <laughs> I should do an Instagram account uh, of me uh, on a motorcycle or maybe a scooter. No shirt on. And, uh, just hashtag carpe damn crass. From my brand. What's your brand? Always grind. Content is king. What does that mean? What does all of this mean? Why don't any of these hashtags make me feel better? I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to be, uh, human. I had a massage. Uh, I would have never had the massage, but my wife had one scheduled for herself, and she couldn't do it, so uh, I did it. And I've never never—I've had a few uh, rub-downs in my life. <laughs> That's what my late father-in-law would call a massage. Oh, I got a rub-down scheduled. Like, oh, that sounds sexual. Uh, this was the first one I ever had, though, that was a pressure point massage. I mean, it had a fancier name than that. Uh, I was a little concerned because when I got there, the lady was, yeah, she's probably 60. That didn't concern me. By the way, 60, but hands of fucking steel. I mean, this lady could crush your windpipe if she wanted to. Uh, but she was obviously, like, injured. She was, like, hobbling back to the massage room, and I'm like, well, I guess you can't massage yourself, but still, that's not a good sign. And, uh, pressure point, it kind of hurts. Right? She's, like, really working, and then she would – uh she made me feel like I was doing a good job. She'd really, really be grinding on some part of my neck or something, and then she'd be like, there you go. You just released it, and I'd feel like I did something, even though I <laughs> – thank you. I did my best. Uh, and it's funny because I was a little – you know, you get – you know, she's, like, undressed to your comfort level, which – I already was when I came in. I had pants and a shirt on. That was my comfort level. But uh I thought that was kind of funny because, I mean, I guess she's sort of insinuating that if your comfort level is nudity, that she's okay with that. But honestly, the best part of the massage was in the ass area. Uh, apparently, I carry a lot of pressure in my ass and a lot of raw sexuality. Um She didn't say that part, but it was implied And, uh, so she's working all these points in my butt, and, uh, I mean, I had, uh, boxer boxer shorts on, that's a harder word than I thought, on, and, uh, but it, I mean, (laughs) her finger was like two inches from my asshole. I mean, it felt amazing, but it was also like, I, if I was nude, this would be, uh, very awkward. But it's funny because like once – you know, I was a little hesitant to like, oh, I don't know what this is all about and I don't know what. I hope it doesn't tickle. I hope I don't fart. Um, I hope I don't giggle then fart. If I farted, she probably would have been like, there you go. Good job. Let it go. Oh, you're so good at that. All your tension. Right out the poop chute. But you really – I kind of gave myself over to the whole thing because what choice do you have? And so, I mean, honestly, if she would have like, I'm just going to slip my finger right in your asshole, work on, I probably would have been like, okay, you know best. Uh, But that didn't happen. No happy endings. This is a legit massage. Although, look, I'm, I would have been more relaxed when I left. Am I allowed to say that? I mean sure I had some pressure points in my butt, but I, I carry some genital tension, we all do. Why not? In fact I don't even I don't want a happy ending. I think I think I might want a happy beginning. I think I'd like to lay down get those hands of steel <laughs> caressing me gently, have an orgasm then into the pressure point massage. I think Happy Beginnings is the new chain of illegal massage parlors I'm going to open. It's kind of—I mean, I don't know. I, you can have moral, maybe morally, I wouldn't do that because if uh, I'm a married person. But it is kind of stupid that it's illegal to get a hand job. That's kind of stupid. Uh. And that's why I'm running for president. Vote for me. Hashtag it's kinda stupid. Make America jerk again. I mean ladies too, right? I mean You have to I mean you we've all done it with our lovers. You have a, like a body massage that ends in some sort of uh foreplay. And, uh, but the only thing that is your lover is not a professional masseuse. So really you're putting up with like a mediocre massage and, uh, a nice happy ending. Why not combine them? Let's pay a real professional with a $15 copay. And, uh, let's, let's just relax as a people. All right. Let's get some. Manual <laughs> stimulation as part of our health care as a nation. Okay? Yeah, we've all got to work hard, but you know what? Carpe diem crass. Let's get a hand job today, and then we'll start. Hashtag grinding tomorrow. I got to wrap this up because uh, I got kids coming home from school and they don't need to hear my theories about legal happy endings. Uh, oh, shit, I forgot to do my ad. Uh, all right, last week of uh, of of, of, uh, of this ad, all four weeks, thank you very much. If you, if you want to sponsor an episode, you don't have to sponsor four of them. Uh, it's five bucks. Send me an email, gabriel at gabrielrutledge.com. By the way, met a couple of uh, podcast listeners uh, in Tacoma, so uh, awesome. Thank you. Uh this week's episode as they have all been for the past 4 weeks sponsored by satanssnugglers.com the coolest cartoon cat make believe motorcycle club on the internet you send satanssnugglers.com a face pic of your kitty your kitty gets digitally cartooned by hand your kitty is added to the club roster uh and uh it is put on a shirt a cap a koozie, a patch a button in a cool me, motorcycle club patch style. Uh, you get all those things for sixty bucks, or two of those packs for a hundred, or a la carte. You can get the t-shirt, the koozie, the cap, the patch on its own. Uh, check them out, Satan'sSnugglers.com. Live fast, per hard. Uh, if you leave me an iTunes review, I would love it. Uh, please subscribe. Tell two cool people and one stupid one about the podcast. And uh, I appreciate you guys listening.
0: Parpe diem grass.
1: Talk to you next week.
0: Show's over. We're done. Bye.